fellow Bruins, welcome back to The Royce Report. In this episode, my co-hosts Ananya Ayer, Alan Humphreys, and I, Sophia Karushi, will be updating you on the latest UCLA news from the first few weeks of spring quarter. Keep on listening to learn more about what's going on around UCLA. Here's Ananya starting us off with some pandemic updates. As a result of California's decline in COVID-19 cases and rise in vaccinations, Governor Gavin Newsom announced California's economy will fully reopen June 15th. This is on the condition that hospitalization rates remain low and that there is a sustainable supply of vaccines. UCLA announced they will be requiring students living on the Hill to be tested for COVID-19 once per week and potentially twice per week in the future due to a rise in cases on campus. As of right now, the mask mandate will remain upon reopening. Now here's some general news updates with Alan starting us off. A national cyber attack compromised the social security numbers, bank account information, and other personal information of some students, employees, retirees, applicants, and dependents at UCLA. Soon after, some UCLA students began to receive threatening emails promising to publish their personal information. The cyber attack targeted the file transfer service, Excelion, used by UCLA alongside around 100 other institutions. UCLA is still working to notify every affected community member. In the meantime, Bruins should assume their data has been compromised. Bruins are urged to take advantage of a free year of credit monitoring and identity theft protection offered by the University of California. Adults can find this resource at experianidworks.com rr3b+. That's experianidworks.com rr3b+. Once there, Bruins can use the code JCZGTC333. That's JCZGTC333 to access a year of free credit monitoring and up to a million dollars of identity theft insurance. The class of 2021 will have the option of an in-person graduation ceremony this coming June, Chancellor Jean Block announced April 13th. This special commencement will allow participating graduates to be photographed, hear their name read out loud, and walk across the stage at an outdoor location on campus. In addition to a live stream of the event, graduates are allowed up to two guests at the ceremony. There will also be a Class of 2020 and 2021 graduation ceremony for friends and family in the future when it is safe to do so. On April 13th, Derek Chauvin, the Minnesota police officer who killed George Floyd, was found guilty of murder on all charges, including second-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and third-degree murder. The verdict was broadcasted live on national television. George Floyd's murder was one of several high-profile police brutality cases in the racial justice movement of 2020 through 2021. His death under the knee of Chauvin was caught on video, sparking the racial justice protests in the summer of 2020. Chauvin's sentencing hearing is set to take place on June 16th. Prosecutors might seek a sentence that goes above the Minnesota sentencing guidelines. Meanwhile, national protests against police brutality continue in the aftermath of the death of Dante Wright, another black man shot and killed by police. 
Last June, the Los Angeles Police Department used the Jackie Robinson Stadium parking lot, which is leased by UCLA, to hold detained protesters from the racial justice demonstrations sparked by the death of George Floyd. This month, UCLA appointed a third-party review to assess the incident. UCLA law alumna Rasha Gergs-Shields and education professor Tyrone Howard will serve as third-party co-chairs of the group. In addition to reviewing the incident, Howard and Gergs intend to gather community feedback and propose new public safety measures. Through a $5 million grant, UCLA will implement a social justice curriculum centered around data science. The grant will fund a new cluster course, Data, Society, and Social Justice, for undergraduate students. If passed, a proposed California state bill could allow those under University of California Health Insurance to obtain health care coverage for contraceptives, including over-the-counter birth control. In order to be passed into law, the proposed bill first has to undergo approval from multiple committees, the California Senate, and the California Assembly. The results of the Graduate Student Association election are in. This upcoming year, Musabao Francis Jumeau will serve as GSA President, Nada Ashtari as Vice President of External Affairs, Louis Lowe as Vice President of Internal Affairs, and Isabel Benvenuti as Vice President of Academic Affairs. This year saw a 10.22% voter turnout rate, down from last year's 14%. Black student activists at the School of Education are petitioning the administration to hire more Black faculty and staff, recruit more Black students, and establish an endowment to support Black graduate students conducting research. In response, the School of Education requested six to eight weeks to plan for new diversity initiatives. The school promised to provide $1,000 stipends to three Black Bruins who aid the school in creating these initiatives. Now here's Ananya with the USAC update. The spring 2021 USAC elections ballot included 39 candidates running for 15 student government positions. Some seats were uncontested. USAC, in collaboration with the Daily Bruin, held candidate debates April 28th and 29th. Voting began April 30th and ran through May 7th. Visit dailybruin.com to see the full list of candidates. Now here's Alan leading us off with some sports-related news. Johnny Juzang, a sophomore at UCLA, has announced on April 20th he will be entering the 2021 NBA draft while keeping his eligibility to continue attending the university. Juzang is a highly sought-after player, as proven in his performance during the NCAA tournament where he averaged 21.6 points per game, earning him the East Region's Most Outstanding Player Award. On April 16th, number 1 UCLA Beach Volleyball's 21 match-winning streak was broken in a match with number 2 USC by a score of 3-2. The Bruins were also defeated by the Trojans this season on March 4th and April 22nd. Retro junior forward and center Jalen Hill had decided to step away from UCLA men's basketball in February and later disclosed on Instagram that he will be stepping away from the sport for good. Hill concluded his time with the team with 504 points, 
489 rebounds and 61 blocks on 54.6% shooting and was named as an honorable mention for the Pac-12 All-Defensive Team in 2020. The UCLA men's soccer season concluded its final game of the season by defeating California at Wallace Annenberg Stadium on April 17th with a final score of 4-3. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Royce Report. Keep up with our podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud and catch our next episode. And be sure to visit dailybruin.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover more UCLA news.